conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. Ten minutes after eight with a constitutional court over the last two days hearing judgment in the case around the Electoral Amendment Act. It's about how you vote. You may remember that Parliament has changed the law. At the heart of it, I suppose, independent candidates say that they're not being treated fairly. You may remember the court has already ruled independent candidates must be able to stand against political parties in Parliament. The independent candidates say that the new act, the way the system has been changed, makes it easier for parties to contest elections, to get into Parliament, than independent candidates. Essentially, they're saying the system is not fair. Now, the organized, the, the sort of part of government that this goes through is the Home Affairs Department, and they are the ones who have to take it through Parliament. And so the person who defends the case, essentially, is the Home Affairs Minister, Dr. Erin Mozzoletti. We heard from the Independent Candidates Association yesterday. The minister is on the line for you now. Minister, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning to the listeners. Thank you very much for having me. Sure. Why do you believe the way the Electoral Amendment Act treats independent candidates and political parties is fair? You know, Stephen, I've listened to a lot of fiction, especially in the media, and I was surprised. Why, when information in South Africa is so easily available, people are propagating fiction about the new Electoral Act? I was shocked, actually. On Tuesday, when I had even lawyers propagating the same fiction, and I want to clarify two of them, which I really call urban legends, because they are not there in the act. I've had lots of people criticizing this uh, new act, but when I listened, I realized that they never even read it. They just had somebody criticizing it, and they went along. Two issues, Stephen. Number one, there is an urban legend that were demanding a thousand signatures from a political party to participate in the election. But we want 14,000 signatures from independents. And I, I even heard in your program it being said so yesterday. Am I correct? Indeed. And I, I, I understand that that is in fact not the case and that that was wrong yesterday. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's not the case. The thousand, but just to clarify those who are not yet clear, the thousand signatures for a political party have got nothing to do with elections. It appears in the Electoral Commission's Act of 1996. It has been practiced from 1996. And it's simply about registering an entity as a political party. Because that entity must have a trademark, must have its logos and its symbols all registered so that nobody can usurp them. That's why you pay a, a, a what you call you pay, I mean you pay a five thousand rand and produce one thousand signatures. It has got nothing to do with elections. I'm repeating, ever from 1996, the new signatures that are wanted now, uh, going to the uh, 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 to the heart of the issue, because the claim is that we d- require different number of signatures from political parties. The signatures that are required now is for an independent to appear on the ballot because independents don't register. You don't wake up and register as an independent. It's only political parties who register because independents have got no intellectual property to to, to protect. If you understand what I mean, they've got no trademark. So we want signatures only from them and political parties that are not in parliament. So it's not true 
that uh, political parties are, uh, are, are exonerated from signatures. They, those who are not represented in parliament, in the new ones, have to produce same number of signatures as independents. Sure. Minister, I accept that point. What's your second urban legend? The second urban legend is that to win a seat uh, in the new election as an independent, you need 90,000 votes. And then uh, if you as an independent and a political party needs only 45,000 votes, that is an urban legend. I, I had uh, what is the organization, uh, uh, what was New South Africa, uh, one of these organizations again that is in court, the, the organization of Mr. Maimani, yes. All right. I, I heard them, yes, yeah, spreading that urban legend. That legend will have been true, uh, 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 Stephen, if we were still using the old act whereby for a national assembly you had only one ballot. If you remember, yes. uh, uh, all throughout, the, uh, the, we're using one ballot. This time around, it's two ballots. So if we say you, when you contest in Limpopo, you need 30,000 votes to win a seat, it doesn't matter whether you are a political party or an independent. It will be the same 30,000 votes. Sure. Whoever gets that 30,000 first will go in. That is the second urban okay. <laughs> legend which I want to correct. Okay. I, I, I hadn't heard that claim being made, but, but I accept your point. I do need to ask you this. If an independent gets enough votes to get a seat in the National Assembly, right? So it obviously depends yes. on what the proportion of votes is. What happens to yes. the votes they receive after that because if they were a political party those votes could be distributed but but in the case of an independent if one person gets enough seats so if you need if you say you need let's just say a hundred thousand votes because it's a right nice round number to get into the national assembly if uh, you dr erin mozzoletti stand as an independent and you get a hundred thousand votes uh, you need a hundred thousand votes so you get your seat but you actually get three hundred thousand votes what happens to the other two hundred thousand but the same applies to political parties, Stephen, because if, if you need 100,000 votes to win a seat, a political party gets only 90,000. What happened to those 90,000 votes? No, but that's not the point I'm trying to get to. Let me, let me put it in another way. If you as Dr. Erin Watsuledi contest elections in South Africa and you get more votes than all of the political parties combined, is it not true that the political parties would get 399 seats and you would get one? Well, that's exactly why, and it was argued very strongly in, in, in court on Tuesday. I mean, yes, on Tuesday. That's why we need compensatory seats, because what you are saying distorts proportion. And the Constitution on Section 461D clearly states whatever you do, it must end up in general proportion. You know, now, now the, the scenario you are we are painting is typical of the situation where you have got independence. It destroys proportion, and that proportion must be restored by the 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 the, the, the compensatory seats in which political parties uh, only participate. The same thing has been happening in municipalities for more than twenty years. Why okay. is it a problem now? No, but that would still be nonsense to say that if you got more votes than all of the political parties, you would get one seats, and the political parties would get three hundred and ninety-nine. That can't be democratic. Uh, uh, how do you how do you occupy more than one seat when you are one? But 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 that, but this is my point: is that there are other systems available, and the Home Affairs Committee, and in fact, you took the minority position of the panel that you set up. You decided to choose this system when there were other systems available. 
is there any system on earth where one person can occupy more than one seat you can change is the does you, it exist you can change the you can change the system properly and there are better systems available and minister i'm Stephen, sure is there any system on earth where one person can occupy more than one seat is because there, that's the actual question you are, you are asking is there any system on is earth there where any? minister minister it cannot be democratic that an independent candidate would get one seat after winning 10 million votes and all the political parties would get 399 seats after winning 5 million votes between them. That cannot be democratic. <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> why are you running away from my question? Independents went to court and said they mm. want to stand mm. as one mm. and by definition meaning that they want only one seat regardless of the number of votes they are going to win. That's what they asked for. When the new nation movement went to court, they say, I want to stand as one. I don't want to associate with anybody. Political parties, on the other hand, they know that as one, I'm not strong enough. Uh, I need many more seats. I must associate with other people. The constitutional court gave them the right not to associate and to stand as one. And, and, and one person can only occupy one seat. And, and Why then should it be our problem if that person gets more vote when he, 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 he went for a system that gave him one seat only? But do you have a duty to make it democratic, Minister? I put it to you that as the Minister of Home Affairs, you had a duty to choose the democratic option and you chose the minority option what? on the panel. Whatever system is there what? is, but it can't be this system because it's not democratic. No, no, which is what, Stephen? Give me Whatever. any system. I'm not, I'm not the an expert. Dem- Go on. <laughs> okay, I went with these things and I, I mm. consulted lots of countries around the world and we consulted even experts. And the portfolio committee had 20 meetings where even members of the public participated. Nobody told us of any other system. The ministerial committee I chose of Vali Musa gave us two options. None of these options is saying what you say. Is it true that the National Council of Provinces decided that after next year's elections, there should be another panel? In other words, we look at the whole thing again after, after the elections. That's true, right? Yes, it is true. So isn't that a concession already by Parliament that the system which is now in law isn't perfect, needs to be changed? Isn't that quite a big no. concession? No, the concession is that we are agreeing that in this particular act, we did not answer the second question because there are two questions here in the public, Stephen. The first question is whether independents must participate in elections or not. That has been answered by this bill. The second, which is now being thrown by the public, is whether we must go for constituency system. We never answered that question. We never prepared to have answered it, even in the act, because we said it is so involving that there is just no time, because the constitutional court gave us only 24 months. We then said, okay, because we accept that, that might be the correct one. Let this one go so that we have got election in 2024. Sure. Then I'll choose a committee of experts who will research because the things you are saying and people are saying are not necessarily true. You need experts to research and give a report to parliament and say, if you choose this system, this is what will happen. I've already issued an advert for such experts to be pa- chosen by the public where parliament will endorse their names and they will start the work. So it's not something that we're considering that this one is wrong. We're just saying we did not answer that question because there was no time to answer it now. We'll answer it after the elections.
Minister, I really appreciate the time. And uh, as always, you and I have a spirited engagement. Thank you. Minister Dr. Aaron Motsueledi is the Minister of Home Affairs, 22 minutes after 8.